This is the official podcast for casual anime fanatics. On today's episode, we are diving deep into My Hero Academia Season 6, Episode 23, titled Deku vs. Class A. Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I'm your host, Jordo, and here with me as always is my co-host and Ken, the baby brother Brennan. We are not joined by Colton today, it's just myself and Brennan, but Brennan, what's going on with you? Just my hero, Blue Lock, this, yeah, this morning I think, yeah, I watched them both. Early this morning, like first thing. Which bolt. one did you like more? Um, I mean, the My Hero episode was probably better. I just, I'm just, I just really look forward to Blue Lock every week. <laughs> so it's not really about that. I mean, I just, if I had to pick one to like watch today, if I can only watch one, I would have picked Blue Lock. But that's just says more about the series as a whole, and because it's it's new. But I mean, episode to episode, not that Blue Lock sucked. Because it didn't, I would just say this episode, because it was a pretty damn good episode. It was. It was a very good episode. Leaves you fucking hanging like, like always. Oh, you're talking about Blue Lock? Yeah, Blue Lock. <laughs> yeah, <did>. Blue Lock. <laughs> I uh, I was talking about the My Hero one. It's a good-ass episode, but the Blue oh, Lock yeah, as well, was... too. They actually gave one more thing than... Uh, they gave one more... They let one thing happen that I didn't think they would show until... The next episode, I'll say that about Blue Lock. <laughs> trying to think about what that is. So, like the last thing that happened, I thought they were going to oh. save that for next week. I knew that was what oh, was going to yeah, happen. Oh yeah, yeah. But I thought they were going to do that next week. Yep, I knew that shit was going to happen too. But I'm glad. I would have been fucking pissed if it didn't happen. I thought it was going to stop right at the the precipice of <laughs> foot and foot and ball connecting. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, a little bit of my... So, anime news-wise, I guess I'll start there. Um, since Colton's not with us, he usually does all of the coverage. He's our, he's our anime news guy of the Brotherhood. But really, the only thing that I found is that um, To Your Eternity does confirm a season three, and that doesn't come as a surprise. I haven't watched the, the final episode yet. But another thing is that Dr. Stone, the first half of the new season will air on april 6th i believe i could be wrong april 6th or april 9th i cannot recall but other than that i couldn't find anything online i don't know where i don't know who colton gets his sources from or what but just, just <laughs> he like, can always come up with so much shit i can't ever find any of it think, i'm pretty sure it's just like a facebook page or something <laughs> that he that he follows he's in some kind of private facebook group I mean, I don't even know if it's or he's private. Just got it people could be, that... Yeah, it could be something he joined, I don't know, and then he just kind of, I think he earmarks stuff throughout the week that he thinks is worthy of telling. I think he's got some contacts that are constantly sending him stuff, too. I mean, yeah, he's working his way up to, like, NFL insider status, I guess. 
Yeah, <laughs> got to have a couple moles <laughs> in each organization. Yeah, it's got you got to get the insider insider trading information if you want to be relevant. Because by the time we post the podcast, that shit's already it's already yesterday's news. Got to be ahead of the curve. But as far as anime watching for me, it's just been Blue Lock to your eternity in My Hero Academia. I've been watching Kaguya-sama Love is War too. That shit's funny. Manga-wise, I've still been reading One Punch Man, Black Clover. But those only come out like every two weeks, so it's a slow read. Um, there was something I was thinking about starting. Maybe we talked about it last week. You were recommending that I watch something that you watched. Was it Brotherhood? I mean, me and Cole were saying, yeah, you should probably finish Brotherhood. Yeah. If you haven't, I mean, and God knows what else. I mean, I just don't remember talking about anything. I think I it was Brotherhood. That was last week. I think that might have been a couple weeks ago. But yeah, definitely FMA Brotherhood. Ooh, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised you made it this far without watching it. I know. Some would say I kind of want to watch. Some would say you have no right to be on a podcast if you haven't seen it. Some would say that. (laughs) That that's part of my motivation is that just to earn the respect of everybody out there that I know is talking talking about me behind my back, knowing that I haven't finished it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because it's like the a lot of people will just consensus best anime of all time. It's kind of like the safe one too, but then like anybody, it's just kind of one of those ones. Even if it wasn't your favorite, like the genre, like if you've watched it. You can kind of agree that, yeah, that, you know, it probably was. Yeah. You know, all as an all-rounder, it definitely checks all the boxes. And then sometimes just like you just, you got, there's certain ones you just got to see, you know, to be part of the community. Mm-hmm. You know, like last night, uh, me and Darby were looking for a movie and like she hadn't seen Goodwill Hunting. And I was like, well, shit, like. That's a, that's a, you, yeah, that's a must watch. It's like you can't just watch movies and not have seen Goodwill Hunting. So we, we, we How about Good, them apples? We, yeah, like apples. But yeah, so we watched that last night and it's kinda goes to I mean, I guess that'd be more so if you like say you're like a movie buff, like which she doesn't, but I still wanted her to see it. Uh, it's it's one of those movies too that you're right. Like you can't be saying you watch movies and you're a movie buff and not have seen Good Will I mean, Hunting, really, or if you're just into any type of story or character, like character development or just like character backstory. Just you know, well written characters. Every single. Did person. you know that 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 story was written by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck? Yeah, I. The thing is, before I'd even seen Good Will Hunting, well, one, the first I really knew about Good Will Hunting was from Step Brothers. Whenever. He goes to therapy. <laughs> He's just like janitor to college, even yeah. though I'm like smarter than most of the kids. So I knew about that first. That's probably how I found out about it. Probably you too, because we were. Sometimes I'll see an equation on a chalkboard, and I'll just I'll go solve it. Yeah, that's how I. That's the first joke from it. And then back in the day, there's a Family Guy joke too, where it's like Matt Damon's at the computer and he like finishes typing. He's like Good Will Hunting by Matt Damon. And like Ben Affleck's on the couch, he's like, and Ben Affleck, and he's like, he's like, all you did was eat burgers and fart. And then he's like, come on, I helped, I, I helped a little. <laughs> so and I just, Ben Affleck. And I've heard that joke before too. That like, I don't know if it's true, but like that Ben Affleck just gets credit, but like Matt Damon <laughs> wrote the movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck's more talented than people give him credit for. But yeah, Matt Damon's like known to be a very intelligent Hollywood actor. 
like he usually plays smart, really intelligent characters, but it's because he is actually oh really god. intelligent. My god, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> and it's stupid. It's crazy that the how about them apples or how you like them apples came from Goodwill Hunting. I didn't know if it came from that or not. I I'm pretty sure that that's where it originated from, and it's it makes zero sense. Like even when you see the movie, it I mean, makes zero it. sense. I mean, he set I mean, that dude up. He's like, "You like apples?" And the dude's like, "Yeah." <laughs> How you like them apples? It's just yeah, it's a little silly, but it's a big week for you coming up. You're uh, you're tying the knot this weekend. Yeah. This you you guys you guys need to do uh some some romantic watching of anime i know you haven't ventured into that category yet but for the spirit of wedding week shit yeah we won't we definitely won't have time <laughs> to start any are you working but... every day this week despite the wedding yeah i should have taken off more i'm working monday through thursday which was you know in hindsight but i had just started a new job you know and had to like <laughs> the first month or two had to ask off for a wedding you know but i did it like six months in advance but still i didn't want to be like i'm gonna need Two weeks off. Yeah. You know, and then a couple extra days here, so. But I may try to see if I can snag, like, the Thursday off before if I can tie everything up. Or at least just a half on Thursday or something. They'll probably, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna be like, no, nah, we don't give a shit about your wedding. Yeah, well, like I said, as long as I, <laughs> as long as I get everything wrapped up, you know, and tidy before I, I'm gone for a week, they'll, they probably won't care, but I'll have to see how the, mm-hmm. the work week starts. Nice. All right. Well, I you ready to dive into some uh, some My Hero Academia? Yep. All right. So this is episode twenty three of season six for My Hero Academia, titled "Deku vs. Class A," not Class One A, just Class A. Episode synopsis, according to Crunchyroll, is as follows: As Deku tries to run away, Class A draws him back by recounting their memories with him and reminding him of his own words. So generally speaking, Brennan, what did you think? I know we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of this episode, but what did you think overall? What stuck out to you? Let's let's try to talk generalities more in this episode cuz there's a, there's a lot of a uh, lot of quotes that could be read and could be taken, but yeah. there were just so many. I just decided to just do <clears throat> just highlights. Yeah, and it kind of served as one of those episodes too where it kind of like with any show where there's a main there's a dominant main character that's the driving force of the show you know how they've touched the lives of all the other characters you know I always joke like in filler episodes of Naruto like Kibo will be like I can't let Naruto get ahead of me you know <laughs> and they'll like think back of something that they did or the filler will make up an arc of something that happened but that's not the case here obviously all this stuff's canonical and happened but I thought it was a pretty emotional episode. Like, Everybody like, had a a pretty heartfelt moment with Deku, like a, a memory. And then Earphone Jack is just like, remember that time you asked me to make notes about music? That meant a lot to me. Yeah, they probably could have. They probably could have used her. Like, as, they probably could have used her as like a backstory one more so than like. Cause she was one of just the, don't she was bring one it the, up. She was one of the first ones to come in and. I mean, I get it. It meant a lot to her, and you know, nobody else would have been like, "I don't care." 
It yeah, just everybody got, got a little grossly overshadowed by everyone else's <laughs> memories I mean, with Deku. I mean, Aida definitely had the best one. You know, that's why he yes. got to. That's why he got to be the one to save him. And he's the class prez. And that's why he hit. He hit the crescendo of you say run with his shit. <laughs> <laughs> did yeah, you? It's always, did it's always you epic think it was when two people are. Uh, no, I didn't. I thought it was gonna be Bakugo. Me too. And then when he said I was, that, I was shocked. But it works good because he he was still like he was originally Deku's uh, first friend. I think. I mean, I think most. And of we've talked about this. We've talked about how he came in strong and like was he's had a president limited role and all this for stuff. a while. Yeah, I'm glad they brought him back and like made him the guy that grabbed Deku's hand. And it's good symbolically too because he is like he was voted the class president to represent them. So like for him to be like the surrogate to represent the class's feelings and be the final one. I think was also a good touch, and obviously Bakugo still got his moment, you know, at the end, mm. but yeah, that shit was tight whenever Ida made it to him. I guess that's as close as we're going to get to the opening of him sliding across the ice. <laughs> just sliding through the, the, the air. The boy was going Mach 5 at least. His his glasses, all of his, his shit was falling apart. <laughs> this is how fast Deku was going, or he was probably going faster to catch up. Yeah, he was going faster than Deku, but uh, it was it was odd to me that he's built his uniform's literally built for speed, and even his uniform couldn't take that speed. Yeah, I mean, it I was, was freaking sick how they humanly impossible though. Because I mean, I don't want to say like they had the slime, and then they got like catapulted, and then I guess technically she made, I guess not them light, but she made the slime so light, or they made oh they made Ida that light. That's what it was. No, she made the whole group of them. Uh, zero gravity. Uh, I thought it would just be him, and then they were like pushing him. He was so light, and then like she released it right at the end for him. But yeah, they she had him at all. So I can't remember her name. The alien girl, Pinky. She she wrapped him in Acid Man because yeah. he was the front of the bullet, basically, and he was taking on all of the the wind and the elements, the speed, and that's why she she cloaked him in the Acid Man. But mm-hmm. it got eventually got to the point where they were going so fast that the acid wore off, and that's when he started getting fucked up by the wind and the speed. <laughs> he was doing the Deku dangle arm at one point. <laughs> His freaking arms were flapping in the wind. Yeah. But that shit was cool. Like, that, this was... Like, that scene alone of them, like, all combining their speeds and, like, that kept blasting off the other one to get to Deku, that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen My Hero Academia do. Yeah, it was a pretty sweet little moment. And they all did get to help. I had, I think I was saying last week, like, realistic, I was like, realistically, you should probably just be like, Ida, you know, uh, Todoroki and Bakugo, who were like fighting him. If it was a real fight, but it never was like a fight. But I did say that everybody else has really good, like, support powers to, you know, kind of assist. And that's pretty much what happened. You know, everybody. You know who didn't, you know who didn't do anything? Like, the only one in the whole class, besides Invisible Girl, who didn't do anything. I can't stop twinkling. Yeah. Did he, he not, never... He didn't ever make it there in time to shoot a beam to, like, help propel them? No. I know he, he was back there with uh, Red Riot. He they was with were Invisible like, Girl and Red Riot. But Red Riot caught them, but Invisible yeah. Girl and I Can't Stop Twinkling didn't do anything. Well, they're making sure that other villain, uh, the puppeteer guy, was... <laughs> locked up the dictator yeah the dictator yeah 
I can't stop. Is it I can't stop twinkling or I can't stop sparkling? I thought it was I can't stop twinkling, but I may be sparkling. I don't really I really don't know. There's probably a few more that didn't get any moments, but I can't think of any. And I, as I was watching it too, I was kind of be like, who's gonna get who's gonna get left out? <laughs> oh, it is can't stop twinkling, you're right. <laughs> Not sparkling. That shit is funny. Yeah, ev- they did a good job of getting a ton of people involved in this this little blast. Even Minetta gets to hit him with the grape. Yeah, the great beads of Minetta. He should have slammed. He shouldn't have set him down so gently. He should have just slammed his ass through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Teach him a quick lesson. <laughs> yeah, you know, last week when we were talking about this episode, I was thinking like, I was hoping that we would actually get to see a fight and like Deku clearly kick all of their asses because if he can't kick his class's ass, like what's the point in him even going to fight Shigaraki and and all for one? But the yeah. way that they made this episode was perfect and it was unexpected because Deku was never really fighting them but he was using all his power to try to get away and in the end he lost by trying to escape. He was weak. He was weak. He was weak. But he said he still was he was still at full power when he launched away to get get away at full speed. Yeah. So they could He should have done that way. I would have just stayed on the ground and like ran away and then like I mean I guess he really wanted to get away. He didn't want to get away that bad. I mean, he, no, did, he did, but... he just passed out. <laughs> if he, he passed did, he, out at the end. If he really needed to get away, he could have just KO'd a few people and then <laughs> it would have had less traction. But yeah, he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. And They even showed that clip that he said, I think this team could take down All Might from back in the day, and it's literally all of them and more, so... Guess Wait, who said that? Deku said that. What t- about what team? What people? The team that back when Bakugo got stolen, whenever they're at the camp, because remember the, who's the dude with the arms, Tentacle? He said, yeah. it was like his little flashback, where he said, whenever he was carrying Deku, he said that something about, like, he said, I think this team could even take down All Might, or would be a match for All Might. I think shit. he said, I'm fairly sure he said that shit. And then, he might have. That's why but Tentacle, then I think of the... but then that's why Tentacle was like, this is, like, we're all here, and if you're All Might, then we should be able to. You remember that episode where Bakugo and Deku fight against All Might and they just got the shit kicked out of them? <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't, they shouldn't have been able to pass that test, I thought. He just no, let them. They, he let them, basically. He did. He did, but he was kicking their ass. Like, he was, beating, he was beating the dog out of both of them. But How could I forget? That was when Mineta finally shined through. That was the Grape Rush episode. Not episode, I guess the arc. The Grape Rush arc. Yeah. He hasn't got to shine since then. Yeah, I know. It's bull. Yeah, one of the best things about this episode is the fact that they played the, the old OG soundtrack of You Say Run. That so was... they, what do you mean? They, they'll play that shit. Any chance they get to play that, they'll, have the, they'll be throwing that shit on. I feel like they haven't played it really this season. I mean, they did. They, they definitely played it during like the fighting arc. It's just because things have been depressive right now. Like... With Deku, there hasn't been like a reason to play it till this episode. There hasn't been much heroic shit happening since he's been on his vigilante arc, so it just feels like it. <sighs> what did you, uh, so do you remember what? There is one quote, two quotes I actually wrote down. One of them is what Pain, the founder, looks like, or it looks like Pain. He says, If there were one thing Izuka Midoriya needs right now, it would be those who will, with the same intent, at the same pace, 
continue to run alongside him. And this is whenever Tenya Ida grabs Deku's hand. He's like, you, I ain't quitting you, boy. <laughs> and Deku's like, leave me alone. I can't keep you all safe. It's none of your business. And then he hits him with the same line that he said to Tenya Ida back when he was trying to kill Stain. He said, meddling when you don't need to is the very essence of being a hero, right? And this is the shit that finally cuts through the ice-cold heart that is Deku right now. And his eyes water up and he starts to cry. Ida's crying too. And that's too. when the music... Yeah, Ida, Ida was crying when he, when he said right. He was like, that's what it means to be a hero, right? <laughs> but that shit, that shit was actually pretty epic. Like, I, mean, yeah, I, I loved everything the, about this episode. The in-the-air scenes, like when people grab each other in the air for some reason. Like when they grabbed uh, Bakugo, they saved his ass from all for one. That shit was tight. Yeah. I guess I was thinking like weathering with you, you know, when they're like falling the movie, when they're like falling from the sky or even like Kingdom Hearts, (laughs) some Kingdom Hearts (laughs) openings. (laughs) There's there's some other anime where it's happened too, but I don't know. I just, for some reason, it's just, it's a good, uh, it's a good look. If you're going to save someone, you might as well do it midair. I don't I don't know why I just thought of this. You mentioned Kingdom Hearts and Falling and it made me realize there is one other anime I forgot to mention <laughs> that I watched. I watched the first two episodes of the English dub of Yu-Gi-Oh on Netflix just just for shits. So you saw and, you saw Yugi's grandpa get, damn near die from getting dueled by Kaiba. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> oh, you would think that this this dude lost in a card game, but he freaking somehow had to go to the hospital for it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think about that shit when you're a kid. I watched it when it was on Netflix, like not too long ago. I was pretty old, you know, and I was like, <laughs> "Where the heck is this guy dying from?" Yeah, even it, it's very strange, and they don't. Even Kaiba wins of the card Yu-Gi-Oh. game. They don't ever elaborate the rules. They're just they're just playing cards, like taking turns playing cards. Yeah, that's why we didn't. That's why whenever we started playing Yu-Gi-Oh back in the day, like we had to actually learn how to play. Like we used to just roll in with our deck and have like fucking 120 cards in our deck and just start throwing shit, throwing blue eyes down yeah. and attacking, attacking life points directly. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the most notable thing about Yu-Gi-Oh and sorry everybody for digressing, but it's worth mentioning the, the opening sequence, the song. I wonder if the song that we got in English That's different. was, so it is different. I'm pretty sure because it was airing on four kids, um, like the CW after school, and they like they changed a lot. Because all it is is at the beginning, it's like duel, and then it's like music. It goes, "Y'all move, y'all move, y'all move." Yeah, it's like move. No, it's your move, like like it's your move to like play your cards. No, they say "yamu." I thought they said "your move, your move," like you, no, like Yu-Gi-Oh's move. I thought it used to say Yamu, like, but I don't know what Yamu is, so that's why I, that's I like don't older. either. But I was like, it's your move. You, you, you. <laughs> if it is, and he goes, it's time to but yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed watching two episodes, but that's probably where I'll end because... Yeah, it ain't that good. It, it, yeah, it ain't that good. The, it did make me want to play the old card game, though. But, sorry, now back to My Hero Academia. Yeah, meddling when you don't need to is the very essence of being a hero, right? Deku gets hit with that, he starts to cry, 
this is whenever they're falling, but they're falling at, you know, I don't know how fast they're going, but they're going fast as hell. Enough to die thing the, if you're a human. I don't know why the Red yeah. Riot, I don't know how he saves them. You know, he's, hard as, he's harder than the concrete, but, you know, He whatever. was bent over backwards, but he was like, I won't fall. <laughs> they're also superhumans that he caught, so, I mean, I, I'm not, I ain't going to knock it, but, yeah, it's like, are you really that much better than, I guess, since he's moving backwards, but... I mean, dude's like the hardest substance known to man, and they still crashed into him. <laughs> yeah. So the Red Riot, his memory of Deku is arguably one of the coolest ones, too, because it was before he'd even met him. So the whole reason he wanted to go to UA is because he heard about a kid that rushed in to save a friend. He was there. He was watched long it. Ago. I thought he said he saw it on the news. I thought, oh, I thought it sounded like it made it look like he was in the crowd and like actually watched Deku like sprint out of it. But you may Maybe. be right. That's just how I took you, it in the moment. Either way, was that the first time we learned that about the Red Rider? Did they tell us that in past seasons? That's what I was thinking. I I want to say that they that we've known that before, but then I feel like since he said that was you, wasn't it? That yeah, maybe it's the first time. I can't say that we did or didn't, but. Either way, good good time to bring it back out if we did know <laughs> if we did yeah. know already. Yeah, Deku is freaking, and he's hearing everybody. And the interesting thing about him is he's not mad. He's just genuinely trying to get away because he he keeps thinking of Aizawa, Gran Torino, all these people that got killed and hurt from All for One and Shigaraki, and he wants to stay away because he knows All for One's coming for him. So my question for you is, in Deku's situation, Brennan, would you go with your classmates, or would you con- or do you think Deku's right in trying to just stay on his own, keep everybody safe, and if he gets killed, so be it. At least everyone else will be okay. Yeah, I think it's in between. The best choice probably is just for them to stay with him and just be out. Yeah, not go class. back to UA. Yeah, because I mean, what I get it. Like, they're good now, obviously, and they can help. But, like, truth be told, there's got to be enough heroes, good heroes, there to protect the place. And if he's really after Deku, then it would be a waste of people going there. I don't know. And just to keep the the public peace of mind, they shouldn't be too pissed or feel too unsafe if. You know, some first year, some 15 and 16 year olds weren't there anymore. Yeah. Because you got to think about the people too. Like, even if they're done wrong for being scared, you know, it's a valid criticism. I mean, yeah. That's the, he does. It's, like, it's very. I get it, where it he's falls in from. line exactly how civilians would react to something like that. Yeah. Just. And then they could still get supply runs. They could still help. The UA could help Deku just send a couple of the kids, like, go get some supplies, some food, like, whatever, and bring it to an encampment that you guys have set up. Bring them some technology. Like, I don't know. Like, with that many people, you could get a pretty good little operation going. Yeah. But, I mean, it'll be good for him to be there, I suppose. We got to also talk about Bakugo's apology. So... This this is the first time he's ever actually told Deku any of this, though. Because remember, he told All Might these things. Yeah. But he's never told Deku this, and I forgot that until literally when we started recording. I'm like, oh, yeah, he never has actually told Deku this stuff before. 
Um, he basically tells Deku, the whole, my whole life, I was stronger than you, and everybody knew it. But for whatever reason, I always felt like you were stronger than me. And I was always trying to catch up to you. And he says, ever since I got to UA, nothing's gone the way that I wanted to. And every day I was reminded of how much stronger you were and how much weaker I was. And because of that, I tried to push you away, all of this stuff. And then he bows to Deku and he says, I'm sorry. And he says, your ideals are correct. Everything you're doing has been right. But let us help you do the things that you can't do on your own. And this is when Deku is like, he falls, he's falling, Kachan catches him, and then Deku right away says, I'm sorry I said that you guys couldn't keep up, or something something along those lines. And Baku's like, I know you didn't mean it or whatever. But a pretty cool, it's pretty cool to see them actually be nice to each other, because this is like the first time this has ever happened. I mean, they've been better for sure, but they're still not very... Like, they had a... I guess you could say they've had a respect for each other since they fought. But, they, yeah, they didn't really communicate. And I don't know that they... I don't know how the communication will go from here. Uh, hopefully They're going to always better. be rivals. Yeah. But I've been okay with how it's been, like, because there's at least been the respect there. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, it was just like, Kachan was just like an a-hole <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And wouldn't acknowledge him, but yeah, I think it's a good step, some good development for both of them. Yeah, it is. It was. I'm. I'm. I'm most curious to see. So I guess we'll we'll talk about this at the end. So they go over to UA because Deku really has no choice because he has no strength. He's being carried by. Is it Tentacle that's carrying him? He, he's like yeah, the, the mule of the class. He's the carrying he's guy. Carrying he's everybody. strong. He's got lots of arms and shit. <laughs> He's like the villain from Mortal Kombat. He's got multiple arms. And before they even get through the gates, all the civilians are like, no, let the boy die. <laughs> Don't bring him in here. And Deku, poor kid, he's got to hear all of this. And he just starts, he turns around and starts walking out. And I mean, I can't blame him. I wouldn't want to be somewhere where everybody hates me and they feel like I'm endangering them when all I want to do is protect them. I think he's right to turn and try to walk out of there. And then Uraraka goes and grabs his hand. And she says internally or in her head, everybody's added their thread to Deku and now it's my turn to make mine. And then the episode ends. She should have laid one on him. What do you think she's going to say? Yeah, she's definitely... I think she's she's going to bury her feelings for him until he's on his deathbed or she's on hers. Not until she's on but, her deathbed, but deaths, I mean, like... She's made it this far, this long. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she would do a confession. I don't know. I think Deku I mean, will be the one to confess. Doesn't seem like the right time, but I think he's too engulfed. He's never really... I mean, like he's always been flustered around her, or like girls in general, but he's never really let on that he's like romantically likes her, I guess you could say. Where yeah, she, you know, where yeah. she has the inner monologues where she basically just comes right out with it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, it would be shocking if he did. But, I mean, it wouldn't be... I know she's supposed to wait, and it's probably not the time, but, I mean, like, I'd be down if she said if she went, she went ahead and told him in the next few apps. I just am... I'm, I'm sitting here thinking how, like... a young, Next episode is titled A Young Woman's Declaration. So it showed the the preview of her. She's like on top of the wall with a megaphone 
going to say something to everybody. Oh. Like, what could she possibly say that's going to either convince Deku to stay or for the civilians to encourage him to stay? Like, I don't see how she's going to declare anything that she says. But that that will be that will drive him away even more because he's like he's going to go the Spider Man route. And like, in order to protect you, I gotta I gotta stay away from you. Nah, she'll just say I don't know. Maybe probably so. I just don't know what she's going to say. Yeah, she probably and won't confess. She'll probably all of, all of the heaviest hitters, like with speeches, have already have already said their piece. So I'm like, what what could she possibly have to say that's going to convince our boy? She'll probably just talk about how he's inspired the class and inspired her, and then she'll blush at that part, and then she'll regroup and be like, "If you don't think he he can protect all of you too, something like that." Just this some, is what I would just do some stereotypical bull. If I were them, I'd be like. Okay, civilians, you, you got two choices. One, you either encourage Deku to stay here and we'll all do our best to protect you, or Deku leaves and all of us heroes leave with him. And if you're attacked, good luck. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why they didn't just sneak the boy, sneak him in, you know? Like, why, like why bring him in fully outfitted? Why not just freaking, like dress him up in bandages and be like, we found this dude hurt out there and just like get him in. Yeah. Like it's, they didn't have to, I don't know why they, I don't know how all these people found out he was coming back and were like able to compile in the courtyard to protest. Yeah, and how did they, how did they find out even that, I guess the information's getting leaked faster and faster that um, Deku's the one that All for One is after. Yeah, that's how it goes. Last episode, they were talking about how they need to keep that secret even among heroes because heroes keep defecting and the news keeps getting their hands on more and more intel. But I'm calling that they don't end up staying at UA, that the whole class ends up going out to look for yeah, Shigaraki and All for One. I don't want them to stay at UA. It would just feel weird if they're like all in the dorms and stuff. Like they need to be out in the streets. Like yeah, this it just is the seems dark boring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, that's why I'd like to see him like the whole class go, but like post up in like an abandoned building on like one of the floors, and you know maybe get like I said, the UA can supply him with food. You know some bunks. You know <laughs> get the co-ed dorms going. <laughs> I guess they already I mean, have create, co-ed it, dorms, it, or just like a computer system. Like they start running their own little operation. Yeah, just like got creative. Fast and Furious style, you know, when like Dom and the boys just like find themselves a garage in Brazil and just like start operating bank robberies <laughs> out of it. <laughs> start putting in some nitrous and some some cars and just like that type of vaults. setup, you know, just set up million dollar setups that they just got out of nowhere in a different. Country, I mean, if they like, di- so it, if they do decide to leave UA, they've got Endeavor that's definitely going with them. Hawks, best genist. Kamui Woods, Mount Lady, and All Might. Well, they don't. Those people though, don't have to leave. Like they, just the class can go. But with they Deku. would go. They're they're invested in this fight too. Like yeah, I know, but they oh, don't have don't, to. They don't have to go with them. Like they just have to. Like they can still go to and fro, UA, and still help when the time comes. Like they're not leaving. Like the distances they're covering aren't like massive. I mean, unless they're going to America. Well, if they do, they do. But like right now, like not all the heroes, they don't need every hero to defect. Yeah. Like honestly, even like a small class of 
freaking 1A could just go show a deck you away from the place and everybody else could just sleep there and go meet up like daily or whatever and run run some cycles like all we're asking for is a mattress for Deku and some food some canned beans doesn't even have whatever. to be Tempur-Pedic water bottles am I the only one who thought that 13 was was actually just an astronaut suit I mean I was surprised by that too I mean I that's definitely the first time we saw. I, I mean, I guess I, I was just... borderline shook. I was like, "What are you fucking telling me that this there was a person?" Not alone. Like I knew it was a female, but like I thought that she was born in that astronaut suit, kind of like how Anima looks like, how he looks. Like it's just she just takes the old helmet down. And it's just a girl in there. Kind of looks like the lovely lady Nogant with shorter hair. Looks remind me of like, uh, what the hell reminded me of. Uh... Bob Cut from Blue Lock. Blue Lock. I can't think of his name. Bachira. Bachira. He even had some blonde in there. Didn't she had some blonde in there? Didn't she? Yeah, it was like blonde and blue or something. Was it? Yeah, because Bachira's got the blonde with the black and brown or black. Yeah, I was shocked by that. I was like, dang, does this mean like the washer, the washing and drying machine hero was like actually no. a person too? Now the wash is that he's just a wa- he's just a washing machine. He's not, but you see how like it's just. I mean, I don't really know if he is just because he says wash wash. I just assume yeah. he's a washing machine. And the Windex Freaking bottle is weird. just a Windex bottle. <laughs> well, I I don't have anything else on this episode. I mean, yeah, it's good. I like might They did they mentioned getting involvement from other nations like last episode right endeavor did yeah but they got time like they're just planting seeds like even if this shows if this shows wrapping up they could still be three more seasons of 24 episodes like that's a shit ton of episodes like i don't know how much they have planned left there may be more than that but so if that is the case they got plenty of time because what do we have like well the manga the manga's still going so we're good but it's getting towards the end well, that's what the mangaka says. Like, <laughs> we are now entering the final arc. Like, that means nothing. I mean, hopefully this, <laughs> one hopefully piece, this shit one piece ends has been on the final like, arc for two, ten years or so. <laughs> shit, Colton's going to be reviewing this shit when he's like 40, if it keeps going much longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's possible, honestly. Like, just by how long some of these things go on and the gap between seasons. You know, if this one ends and it's another two years. And then two years is the standard, and they do four more. <laughs> they do four more oh, seasons. Yeah. That's fucking it's eight very, years. Very possible. I mean, it is. I mean, it'd be kind of cool just to have something go that long. Not that things happened before, because then even like, you know, the twelve-year-olds right now or ten-year, like the younger generation watching it, like, gonna <laughs> be it's gonna end <laughs> like twenty. Maybe like twenty-five when it ends. Like, damn, I started watching this shit when I was ten. Shit, that's how the people that watched Naruto were. <laughs> yeah, but very few. I feel like. I feel like a lot of people hopped in like, well, there's been some people for sure, but I feel like a vast majority like got in, you know. Americans, yes, but the Japanese, man, oh, they yeah. were watching that. They were reading that manga when they were 10 years old, and then when they were 30 years old, Naruto ended, and they all wet, wept <laughs> for a month. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would be crazy, I mean, honestly. Yeah, I mean... I I I've started and and ended it within a year. I can't imagine 
being Naruto being a part of my life from like when I was twelve all the way till I was thirty. Yeah, I probably that, had it. That'd for be like different. At least like seven years. Just because I had to watch, I had to wait week to week for like uh, the whole freaking back end, which probably like I was probably watching it week to week for like at least four or five years. So I got a one thing I did forget to. This is a good thing to end on. So in the Discord, which I don't post very much, but I posted a picture in the Discord. Did you see it, Brennan? Are you in the Discord yet? No, I'm about to get on there. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't yet, but I was, I was about to get. <laughs> well, on. get in there, everybody. Discord uh, link is in the show notes. I apologize for everybody that is in the Discord. I am honestly trying to get in there more. It's just you know the day goes, and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't get in the Discord. But I'm gonna get in there more, hopefully. But I did post something last week, and it is a picture I saw on Facebook of the new gen um, anime main characters based on power level and come coming in first place of the new gen brennan do you want to take a guess at who it is new gen uh new gen i mean i feel like it'd have to be deku personally but i don't know so i'll tell you right now deku uh, oh deku is is middle of the pack is it main characters only main characters only is this manga based too like i don't know if like i don't know how strong he's gonna get so Ijidori is behind Deku. Well, he should be right now, but I don't know like if it's like up to manga. The There's most strong MC right now in new gen is like Saitama. Does he No, count? I think that he's he's not considered a uh, new gen for some reason. Like is it like power scaling all of them together or power scaling for their anime how strong they are? Power scaling all of them together. Like if these people fought, this is who would win. So Luffy would be in the old gen anime. So there's eight. Sorry, not seven. Well, I want to just tell I, you who number have one I is. Have I seen the anime that number one's in? Yeah. Yeah, you've, you've been watching this shit, actually. Surely it's not Denji. No, it's not Denji. Denji is uh, six out of eight. I've watched this shit. Isagi. Yeah. Isagi's the number one. Isagi's number one. <laughs> For a soccer no, he's not on here. I don't even know this guy's name because I haven't watched the anime. It's not Shinra, is it? What's he from? Shinra Kusakabe from Fire Force. Yeah, that's who it is. It is Shinra. It's I mean, Shinra. <laughs> he's number one. He's he is like I mean he's definitely one of the best main. Ca- oh, and then I guess number two would be Asta. Yep, number two is Asta. Yeah, that checks out. I mean, from Shinra's Black pretty. Clover. I haven't finished. I mean, I'm still, I kind of fizzled out in season two, mid part season two, but he's kind of one of those main characters where he's pretty, uh, I mean, he's not super, he's not super OP, but like he's one of the stronger characters, you know, pretty early on. And he <laughs> develops fuck, quickly. Boy. Yeah, you should still, yeah, you, you, should, you, should, you should still watch uh, Fire Force. I've thought about it. You'll like it, especially after the opening. You'll be like, shit, I could. I mean, we've already talked about the opening before, Mr. Green Apple, but yeah, after you watch that and song. then the show starts, the endings and other openings for it are good too. There's one by Aimer, but yeah, I, I can get behind him and Asta being one and two for sure. Who's So Deku's four, you said? Deku's four. Who's three? 
Boruto is, is number three. Oh, get this man out of here! What the so <laughs> so Shenra, Shenra, and and Asta are significantly stronger than Boruto and Deku. Deku is barely weaker than Boruto, but still weaker. And then after mm. Deku is Itadori Yuji, and then Denji. But Denji is like right, like a like one level below Itadori. And then half of, Ita, of yeah, Denji's but it's power. Like, is it, what if Denji's bloodlusted? <laughs> Denji's bloodlusted. He's kicking. He's kicking. Ita, I still think Itadori kicks his ass either way. What if there's some tits involved? Like if Denji's <laughs> gonna get to touch some tits, he may be able to go off. Well, then on. he may be able to get story. anybody. Denji wins if there's something. If there's a prize, prize involved at the end. And then, do you want to take a guess at who's behind Denji at second to last in the seventh spot? I guess it would just have to be Tanjiro. Yeah, it is Tanjiro. Just like thinking new And then era. last last but not least, if you get this... Have I seen it? Fucking sh- oh yeah, you've seen it. I've seen it? Yep. It's a new gen anime that I've seen and is in here. Yeah, we talk about this show a lot, too. Oh, is it... Uh... Boy, the king, the ranking of kings. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, it's not Boji. Bo- Bo- it's not Boji. We talk about this shit all the time. We do. New gen anime. <laughs> just sucks because like new gen's like anytime like post twenty twelve. So he's so he's significantly weaker than Tanjiro. Like he's he's very weak. <laughs> it's just funny that he's even on this list. I think part of it is a joke, but shit. I oh, is it uh the dude from Tokyo Revengers? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's Hanagaki Takamichi. <laughs> yeah, talk- Takamichi. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because the these power scales, like everybody's bars, are like so high, and then Takamichi's is like all the way, like barely above his head, I mean, but he still he made the list. He's one of the new gen main characters, but yeah, he's weak. He's just like. He's the only one on the list. I mean, I guess Bort. Well, Borto, I guess, is kind of a human, but humans from that world are different. But like, he's a legit, like, straight up human in like the human world. Yep. Just, just the boy can take a hit. That's what. That's his superpower. Can take a freaking punch. And where the hell is now Fumi? The disrespect on the shield. I know. I think it's not considered new gen either for some reason. I mean, it is. He's just not. There was not enough episode. Well, the Tokyo Avengers didn't have that many episodes. I just don't think it has the the uh, mass appeal behind it like all those other ones. Yeah, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. But yeah, so that's a little teaser for you. Everybody, jump in that Discord, say hi. Brennan's gonna join it. I'm gonna start getting in there more. I know Colton is much more involved in it than I. But anything else from you, Brennan? Nope. Thanks for listening. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. I'm Jordo. Brennan. We are the Evans Bros, also known as the Casual Anime Fanatics. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. And as always, peace out.